and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Here is a strong statement that reflects a truth in Scripture. You ready for it? No fruit, no relationship. What do I mean by that? Well, as we will learn in Scripture today, if you are not manifesting certain fruit, evidences of a genuine relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, chances are you don't have that relationship. I know that's tough. I know that's strong, but it's true. I I mean, just think about nature, for example. Uh, When you see a a bird of some type, uh, let's say a robin, uh, a robin flies because it's a bird. A, um, a fish swims because it's a fish. And uh, monkeys climb trees because they're monkeys. Now, I know this is a, a little silly, a little ridiculous, but you get the point. True believers produce evidence because they have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's nowhere in Scripture where this is more clear than John chapter 15, where Jesus uses a current day um, thing that everybody would be familiar with to illustrate that point. And that current day thing is a vineyard, a vine. Let's look at John chapter 15, verse 1. It says, I am the true vine. Now remember, this is Jesus speaking. And my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, He prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. And so, here right uh, in in the very beginning of this uh, parable, this illustration, Jesus says, I'm the vine, and the Father's a vine dresser. He is the one orchestrating everything. And he says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Literally, uh, they don't have a relationship with him. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. And so, the, the branch that's really there, that has the relationship, it's bearing fruit. And then, not only that, but... The vine dresser is pruning it. He is working that particular branch. He is disciplining that branch, so to speak, so that it bears more fruit. And so if you're going through, uh, as a believer, some difficult circumstances right now, just know that God is pruning you. He is working on you so that you bear more fruit. And then verse 3 says, You are already clean because of the word which I spoke to you. In other words, you already have a relationship. The pruning is a part of that relationship. You're already clean. You're already saved. You're already in me uh, because of what he's spoken to you. And and then verse 4 says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. Now, here is the bottom line. When you truly have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, because of that relationship, because of the life-giving relationship that flows out of the vine into the branch, into you, because of that relationship, you are producing fruit. And so I go back to that strong statement 
in the very beginning of this podcast, no fruit, no relationship. And that is verified again in another story, another parable that Jesus told in Matthew chapter 13, the parable of the soils, or also known as the parable of the, of the sower. And in that parable, the sower is sowing seed. The same seed falls on different kinds of soil, but there's only one soil that produces fruit, and that fruit remains. And, and that is the good soil. And, um, and it produces some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. In other words, there are various levels of fruit that can be seen in that soil, but they all, all it, it, it's all fruit that's being produced in that soil. And, and so in that case, the only true believer is the good soil that has fruit, but it has fruit. Now, it may have just a little bit of fruit, just 30-fold, or it may have a lot of fruit, 100-fold or 60-fold, but there is fruit there. And so, one more time, no fruit, no relationship. You need to think about that. So what does this fruit of believers look like? And I would direct you back to the previous podcast, Podcast 249, to get the first four of five. And I want to remind you that um, I have um, uh, used the MacArthur Study Bible and the notes in there to come up with these five fruits. I want to give, uh, again, credit where credit is due. And on the previous podcast, I talked about the first four And then I just mentioned the fifth one, which we're going to talk about today. So what were the first four? Number one, a true fruit of a believer is they are involved in in seeing others becoming disciples, whether they're sowing the seed or watering the seed. Uh, But somewhere in that process, uh, the fruit of of a Christian is another Christian. And Jesus said that we are to make disciples. And 1 Corinthians 16, 15 uh, talks about uh, the fruit of making other disciples. And then the second fruit is thankful praise. Hebrews 13, 15 talks about the fruit of our lips is praise to God. The third fruit is financial giving. And I know that's a touchy subject, but if your heart is in the right place, you want to give to the Lord. And in Romans chapter 15, verses 26 to 28, Paul talks about the fruit that was uh, coming from them, the fruit of giving. And then the fourth one is righteous living. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11 talks about the the fruit of righteous living. And now we're going to talk about the fifth one, and that is godly attitudes or actions. And it's found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And it says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And so, there you go, folks. There, there it is. Uh, the, the Scriptures are very clear on, on that, that, uh, <laughs> that, that uh, the, the, the person that has the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is producing fruit in that person's life. And there are uh, nine of them that are mentioned here. Now, I want you to understand a couple of things. I want to repeat what I just said a minute ago because I don't want you to miss it. Uh, This is what the Holy Spirit produces in us. I can't make fruit, 
but fruit is produced in my life through the Holy Spirit. And in these particular ones are attitudes that produce righteous actions. And you're going to see them. And again, there are nine of them. Let's go through them uh, quickly. The first one is love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because if you've been around the Word of God very much, you know that the love that's mentioned here, the Greek word there, and and the original uh, New Testament was written in something called... Koine Greek, and the Greek word there is agape, agape love. It is a divine love, an unselfish love, a giving love, a sacrificing love, the love that Jesus showed when he died on the cross. And so uh, the fruit of the Spirit is that unselfish love that flows in us and through us and out of us to, to sacrifice for others. The second one is joy. And this is something deep in us that is not connected to outer circumstances. It's different than happiness. Happiness is related to circumstances. You know, if I'm on a nice, warm beach somewhere with sand between my toes and I hear the crash of the ocean waves, I'm happy because it's good circumstances. But if I'm in a freezing, cold snowstorm, I'm not very happy because I'm cold and I don't like to be cold. Uh, That's happiness connected to circumstances. But joy is connected to our relationship with Jesus, which cannot change that deep, settled joy in our hearts, and the Holy Spirit produces that. The third one is peace. Peace. That is a harmonious relationship with God. It's an inner calm. Because of our relationship, there's a calmness there. Calm in the midst of the storm. Peace. And then the fourth one is patience. And patience has to do with being long-suffering or to bear with, to bear under. It is restraint in the face of provocation. Somebody provokes you, but you're able to, to, to or your circumstances provoke you, but you're able to bear up under it, bearing with it, and bearing with others. The fifth one is kindness, and that is graciousness. It's goodness of heart, and it comes out in kind actions. Uh, and, and the Lord, uh, the Holy Spirit, Almighty God, the Holy Spirit produces in us kindness. Man, don't we need more of that? Don't we need more of that? And if you're a true believer, you know, you may slip up here and there. And by the way, I want to just say this. Uh, again, thirty, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold. There are times when uh, our fruit is, is really small, right? And there are times that we slip up, and there are times that we may be unkind, for example. But overall, as a pattern in our lives, if we truly have the Holy Spirit, if we're truly connected to the vine, Jesus Christ, if we truly have a relationship, overall, we'll see a pattern of this fruit coming out. Kindness. The sixth one is goodness, and that's just simply good moral character. Good moral character, doing what is right from the inside out, being uh, what is right in the dark when no one else is looking. The seventh one is faithfulness, and that is the ability to be trusted, that reliability, being reliable. Are you reliable? The Holy Spirit produces reliability in us, trustworthiness in us. The eighth fruit is gentleness. That is uh, a spirit of meekness before God and man, even in difficult circumstances. Meekness is power under control. And the the ninth one here is self-control. And it comes from the Greek word that means strength. There is strength there. There There is power there that God has given us, but it's the right use of that power that God gives us. self 
control, being able, being able and willing to to uh, say no when when the time is right, uh, and 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 uh, being in control of of um, our habits and so on, and our actions and our words, and so these all these nine fruit again are first attitudes of the heart that flows out in righteous righteous actions. I want to ask you a big question here, and it's an important question. Do you see fruit in your life? It may be small. There may not be, you know me, you may be a brand new believer and you're barely getting started. Or you may be way down the road in your walk with the Lord and and you say, well, I'm somewhere, I don't know, I'm somewhere between 30 and and 60, uh, but, but I know that there are things, I can see in my life God producing these things. No fruit. If there's no fruit there, you know, people say a prayer when they're a kid or say, say this, this is a so-called sinner's prayer. Nothing wrong with that. But, you know, just going through some motions or saying something a long time ago doesn't mean that we're truly saved. True salvation, true conversion produces real change in our lives. And so I would ask you again, is there true fruit in your life? I hope there is. If there isn't, turn to the Lord Jesus today. And turn your life over to Him and ask Him to be the Lord and Savior of your life. And He'll come and forgive your sins and He will make you righteous and He will graft you into the vine. He will give you a true relationship with Almighty God through Himself. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.